Your girl Kaylee is back with an all-new episode of The Balanced Life with Kaylee. As you know, I've been doing crossover episodes with other podcasters. This episode is no different. Today, we are joined by Lauren of the Black Creator Connection. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure, for sure. So you and I are both creators, so I thought it would be cool to talk about what our creative process looks like. For me, I'm driven by need and inspiration. So for instance, a Can I Hold the Mic episode. As an ally, I saw the need to do an episode addressing disabled, especially Black disabled issues. They are often overlooked, so had to do it. However, I also recognize my need to use my platform to hand the mic to Tinu as she was from the community and should be the one to speak. I'm also driven by inspiration. I'll be thinking, like always thinking, or I'll hear something or I'll see something and I'm like, this needs to go in an episode or be a segment. I'm a very also in the zone type of person. So I'll spend hours just focused on and thinking of interview questions and mapping out the flow and the transitions, looking into guests to feature, things of that nature. And I'll be tired from work and I'll still hop on Mac and get to work. And I'm taking calls right after work to discuss concepts. And for my book, just a quick plug here that I'm writing and released before the end of the year. I'm yes. spending time. Yes, I had to do that quick plug. Love it. <laughs> I'm spending time doing research to make things as accurate as possible. So creative process for me is intense and it's not easy. And I've been asked what keeps me going and it's my passion, intention, and purpose. I know I'm doing meaningful work, having meaningful conversations, and doing part of what I'm here to do. And for me, I guess the day that my heart's not in it is the day the show's over. But my heart's still here, and that guides me in my creativity. So what about you, Lauren? Ooh. Oh, my God. First of all, I love your answer. That's incredible. Um, I would... <sighs> Honestly, everything that you said, let me just let that be part of my answer. <laughs> Cause yeah, intention, purpose, that is, that's everything. That's that that should be incorporated in all things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, when it comes to my creative process, and this took me years to realize, the first thing that I think is important to me is just being consistent. Um, the people who I most admire and look up to, they have just mastered the ability to last. And honestly, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> you know, I just want to stay here. I want to create for as long as I have life to live. And through all the ups and downs of that process, just be as resilient through any changing shifts um, I also feel very passionate about the people who I've managed to surround myself with. So I very much pride myself on collaboration. Um, these are, yeah, consistency, resilience, collaboration. These are all things that I need in my creative process and things that really keep me going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Especially resiliency and just you know, shifting into the next discussion, as I mentioned, it's not easy being a creative. So you have to have that resiliency. So what yes. are some struggles that you face and what have you learned from them? Yeah, um, I think like probably the biggest struggle was just believing in myself. I think I struggled for a really long time uh, while doing it. You know, I come from the comedy world. I lived in New York City for the last um, near decade. 
Um, I'm only living in Charlotte, North Carolina right now due to COVID, but I think the New York comedy scene can be, it can really mess with your mind, you know what I mean? And really convince you that the best parts of who you are are not actually the best parts of who you are. And so I, I feel like I've had this, you know, full circle moment, this like there and back again kind of feeling where it's like I started out feeling super confident and I lost my way a little bit. I got stuck. I felt defeated. There were certain things that were just really getting me down. The constant rejection, hearing no, it made me feel like the the rejection I was facing was just like who I was. Um, I think what really helped me was a little bit like, you know, what I was just saying in my last response about community and collaboration, just having people around me to lift me up when in times where I couldn't do that for myself, but then also getting myself to a place where I can do that for myself when things get dark too now. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's, there wasn't like one moment. It was just kind of like a period of time where I went really hard focusing on my self-care, focusing on my uh, mental resilience and therapy, uh, coaching, mentoring, just several different things really helped me get out of the creative rut that I was in for a period of years. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I struggle with the same thing, believing Mm -hmm. in myself. And I'm glad that you were able to like, just openly say that and be transparent about it because it's real. Like, I still struggle with believing in myself, but I admire that you're able to pull yourself out of that space in that place. Like that's very admirable. So I just want to say that Thank before you. I say anything else. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. It's hard, but you know, have faith. You'll figure it out. Just keep going. Definitely. And I feel like for me, I've faced so many struggles and I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. and transparent about them all. I've been pushed out of creative spaces because I work a nine to five. Mm -hmm. and don't dedicate all of my time to my art. So I'm not seen to some as a real creative, as a real artist, even though I am. But I've learned that if I'm pushed out of a space, if I'm misunderstood, if anything causes me to be excluded somehow, that I'm just not meant to be a part of it. God will always put me in the places and spaces I belong and with the people that I belong with. So that's one thing. I'd say I definitely struggle with balancing work, life, creativity, and the self. That's been a challenge for me. Like I mentioned earlier, I'll be dog tired from work, but again, my drive keeps me going and I'll do what I need to do. And I think I've learned though that my creativity in and of itself honors myself. So, and it honors my life. So when I'm tapping into that, I'm not neglecting myself or my life. I'm just acting on it. But I still want to say it's important, though, to make time for you. Like, you have to pace it. You can try working for 30 minutes and then having a five-minute break. And you have to carve out days where you're like, nope, today's about nothing else but me. And put things in your day that'll bring you joy or pamper yourself. Um, And I'll say, you know, while need and inspiration drive me, there's still that struggle that I have. What content should I put out there? What do they need? What will they like? 
And interesting enough, like those things are huge and they're huge factors in my content. But I also realized at the end of the day, my content also needs to be representative and reflective of me. It has to make me happy. Otherwise, it'll get lost in the sauce, <laughs> um, so to speak. <laughs> um, and then just on a similar note, I've struggled with listenership sometimes just to be transparent. There's episodes where I'm really passionate about and they're not hitting the numbers that I want or individual episodes as a whole, not reaching my goal numbers. However, my voice has been heard over 10,000 times and I'll take that as a win. And the lesson with that is you have to celebrate the small wins. And that's just something I've learned. And I've also learned though, when you make quality content and you leave with your heart, some people will stick with you no matter what. And it's made me so appreciative. And I tell y'all that every episode. And to be transparent again, I've honestly considered stopping the show before, but then I'll get those people who come to me telling me how they relate or how the show's impacting them. And again, my heart's in it. I'm still here. But on another note, as creators, we also uplift fellow creatives and feature them in our show. So Lauren, what have you learned from your guests? Hmm. What have I learned from my guests? What if I was like nothing? No, that would, that's not my style. Um, I, I feel like it's always different. You know, I feel like my guests so far, uh, there's different energies, you know, like I've talked to comedians and performers, but also a lot of writers, um, a lot of parents, Um, and I think the main thing is just, we're all focused on telling our story. And I think what, what's maybe I haven't learned it, but it's been very reaffirmed in doing my show. Um, it's important for us to share our stories. It's important for black voices and black artists to be amplified, especially in these crazy times that we're living in. Um, We haven't always had, you know, we haven't always had uh, certain platforms and we haven't had these opportunities. So just to take full advantage now, we're really making way for the next generation. And I just feel like with every episode of the Black Creator Connection that I put out there, I just... I, I'm constantly affirmed and just more concrete in the path that I've decided to go, even though it doesn't make sense to my family. It doesn't make sense to a lot of my friends, but it feels right in my heart. And it's just really nice to connect with other people who understand the importance of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I've had some of my best conversations with the creators that I featured on the show and just that community and connection that you have as a creative is definitely important Mm. for sure. Some of the things I guess that I could say that I've learned from my guests, I've already touched on, but my guests in life, they taught me, like I said, to lead with my heart and to get biblical for a moment. Everything you do, everything that you are should and does flow from it. It flows from your heart. And I've learned to lead with authenticity. Your work, it should have character as should you. And that's what people connect with. And those are both the best ways in which you can do your work. And I've also learned, and it's what you were just saying, that if we don't create for us, who will? You know, we have to put out our content. We have to tell our stories, just as you were saying. And then my guests have also taught me, then I learned that I can be and do more than just one thing, that 
black creativity is just so limitless so mm-hmm. just speaking yeah for sure like girl I hear you with the mm-hmm. it's, it's true <laughs> <laughs> it is limitless so just speaking of our creativity what are three of your favorite episodes of your show and why oh great question um so I would have to say my my ultimate I mean not no disrespect to any of the other guests but I think one of my favorite episodes still is the very first guest interview I did. It was with my dear friend, Camille Howard. Um, I, and it's technically, it's the first episode, but it's episode two on my podcast. Um, Camille Howard is a Broadway boss, you should know. And I learned so many things in interviewing her. Like I said, she was my first interview. So I had not yet learned yeah, you don't need to talk to your guests for four hours because you're going to have to re-listen to that all later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess I didn't have to re-listen to it, but I'm really happy that I did because it was was a good conversation. But, you know, editing four hours of audio is not for the faint of heart. Mm -hmm. So I think I love, I love how that episode turned out. Camille just dropped so many gems and explained a lot of, a lot of how her process and like she's a producer and a director and she's just you know she's in some really interesting spaces right now and she really emphasized in this interview how it was really just doing the next best thing like she like so many times it was just she she doesn't have this long plan she doesn't have this elaborate business scheme or whatever she's just present and then hey what's the next best step and then opportunities would just you know they 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 were uh they would stick to her like glue Um, But she was really fun to talk to. And that was a really exciting process. Uh, She made the beginner podcaster in me like really comfortable. Um, So that's, I think, number one. And then (laughs) honestly, right after that, episode three with Lexi Wilson. uh, I believe the episode is Lexi Wilson helps us master our emotions. Um, She is a, I think she's a former social worker, but now she's a emotions coach, but she, she does like astrology and birth chart readings. And she just has so much knowledge and wisdom. And she just dropped a ton of gems in that episode and talked about, you know, toxic relationships and navigating your emotions. And, you know, this has been a really difficult time and a really difficult year. That's an episode that I have gone back to listen to (laughs) just because she offered so much. She, she offered a lot of helpful insight and just actionable tips that you can apply immediately. Um, and then I guess I got to shout myself out. I did a solo episode recently that I really had fun uh, doing because it was something that I've been thinking about for a while. I'm currently uh, participating in a business incubator called Purpose to Platform. And in this business incubator, we kind of had to uh, formulate our like mission and our methodology for working with other people and working in our 
purpose, you know? So the thing that I realize is like, I love, I love helping people and I am a coach because of it. And I coach on creative resilience. Um, and I came up with five steps to get you there. And I talked about it in this episode. It's called uh, the five pillars of creative resilience. The five pillars are power, prosperity, people, process, and proposition. And I go into depth of what each of those things means in that episode. But I think it's something that I'm spending a lot of time with still. And I'm developing the program. I'm developing my platform Um, But people are responding to it in a way that they never have, which lets me know that this is something that is needed. So I I enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed putting that together. And I just want to continue lifting as many people as I possibly can while I climb. Absolutely. And that just relates back to the mission of my show is just uplifting others for sure, whether it's giving voices to those who need a platform to voice social issues or lifting up creatives by having them on the show or like I sometimes do feature original music by different artists that's Mm. definitely like key to my platform as well and my answer I'm gonna cheat a little bit so I said (laughs) three but I'm about to cheat and do four um (laughs) because you said your first um interview that one was special to you and Mm -hmm. I'll have to say that for me as well my very first episode that I interviewed, I can't remember the name of the episode at this moment, but I interviewed some students at my alma mater, Georgia State. Shout out to the blue and white um, (laughs) really quick. And for me, it just opened the pathway to so many conversations because before that I was just doing solo shows, but that episode right there, I just felt so invigorated. And it allowed me to, like, again, like I said, have so many conversations. It's what led to this episode right here and us getting to talk, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. So I would say for sure that is one of my favorite episodes just based off of that. And then my other three, I would say one of them is here's what we not going to do. And then the other two are I don't work jobs. I am a job. And then the last one is surviving. I love here's what we not going to do because that was a different episode. It was off script. It was longer than expected because the conversation surrounding environmental racism was just so good. And those moments. Yeah. And those moments where you connect so much with a guest and a topic that you just can't stop talking. Those are gems. So yeah, that's a great title too. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And I, that's a similar reason to why I love I Don't Work Jobs, I Am a Job episode. I connected well with the guests. And that was the start of my creative series where I did a whole series of episodes featuring different creatives and highlighting their work. And, you know, they really inspired me to keep grinding. And I heard the episode genuinely had people smiling and laughing. And so if I can do that, that's going to be one of my favorite episodes. And lastly I'd say I like the surviving episode because it was one of my earlier episodes in my first Mm -hmm. year and we're nearing year three but wow yeah a girl I've been keeping going I've been trying I love it (laughs) thank you Uh, I would say for that one I love it because it's really special to me because of the topic so it came out right after the R. Kelly documentary and the conversation calling him out and dissecting the effects of abuse with a doctor which I did in that episode was so needed in that moment. 
So that's just one that I've just always clung to. Mm. For sure. So something that I love about Lauren, y'all. Is oh, her, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> is her silly nature. So I want us to play two games. And I'm going to start with our favorite on the show, music trivia. So this time, starting out, she's going to recite three song lyrics. And I have to guess the song. And then I'll do the same and she'll have to guess. And so this is my first time on the other side of the table. Usually I'm the only one saying the song lyrics, but this time I wanted to switch it up. So I'm ready to go for it, Lauren, whenever you're ready. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So you just want me to read the words, right? Don't actually sing it. Girl, you can sing it if you want. You can (laughs) read it however you want to do it. Let you be you. That's what I'm going to do. I love that. Okay. I, I'm going to, I'm going to recite it. Cause I feel like singing it will give it away. Okay. Uh, but okay. Will somebody wear me to the fair to the morning, seeing a lovely flower? Will a lady pin me to her hair? Will a child find me by a stream, kiss my petals and weave me through a dream? For all of these simple things and much more flower was born, it blooms to spread love and joy, faith and hope to people forlorn. Inside every man lives the seed of a flower. If he looks within, he finds beauty and power. Ring all the bells, sing and tell (laughs) the people, sorry, that be everywhere that the flower has come. Light up the sky with your prayers of gladness and rejoice for the darkness is gone. Throw off your fears. Let your heart beat freely at the sign that a new time is born. Woo. I mean, I like it, but girl, I have no <laughs> idea what that one is. I'm over here like, no. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, I I think this is the hardest one. <laughs> um, but it's like my favorite song. Do you want me, should I play it? Or do you want me to just tell you the, the name? You can just tell me the name and the artist. Okay. It's Les Fleur and it's a song by Minnie Ripperton. Oh, throwback. Love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Had to. Okay. Cool. Okay. Let me see if I can get the other two. Go ahead. Okay. Um, number two. And another one bites the dust. Oh, why can I not conquer love? And I might have thought that we were one. Wanted to fight this war without weapons. And I wanted it. I wanted it bad. But there were so many red flags. Now another one bites the dust. Yeah, let's be clear. I'll trust no one. You did not break me. I'm still fighting for peace. I've got thick skin. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to say. I'm feeling these words. I'm feeling it. Like... But I'm over here like, see. Literally the next words were the the name of the song. So that's why I stopped. (laughs) See, I'm over here trying to think. Like I'm loving the words and it's Mm -hmm. crazy. Now I'm on the other side. I'm usually like over here like, oh my gosh, y'all should know this. And now I'm over here like, I don't know. I Yeah, I wanted to be like, this is, this was a really popular song. But I was like, if I perform this right, (laughs) I don't think she'll get it. Did I, I maybe stumped you too much. This feels unfair. No, like that. Okay. No, you're good. Like I love to stump people. So now it's like, okay, okay, you're this getting. This is what this other, feels like. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like this is what it feels like. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I don't know it. What is it? I'm pro- oh okay. my gosh, what is it? <laughs> this is Elastic Heart by Sia. 
Mm. And another one bites the dust. Oh, I can I not conquer love? Yeah. Mm. Have you? Do you remember that song? I've got thick skin and an elastic heart. I remember it. I'm just like, why didn't I remember it when I needed to? But right. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Ready for the last one? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, this one to me is easy, <laughs> but okay. okay, we'll see. Um, this is uh oh, don't say the name, Lauren. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> if I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true and help me? understand because I've been in love before and I found that love was more than just holding hands if I give my heart to you I must be sure from the very start that you would love me more than her if I trust in you oh please don't run and hide if I love you too Oh, please don't hurt my pride like her. Oh my gosh. I'm now on the other side where I like know <laughs> nothing and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm purposefully throwing you off. I'm, oh man, I feel mean. Um, <laughs> but this one is, this is by the Beatles. This is called If I Fell. So you're hitting me with classics. Okay. <laughs> so you're hitting me with the classics. I mean, this is my vibe. I I don't know music of today. I'm trying to understand it. Uh, they there was a joke on one. I, I was catching up with Saturday Night Live episodes, and there was a joke where they were like talking about a rapper named Lil Idiot, and I thought that that was a real rapper because I just. <laughs> That's that's what the music today sounds like to me. They're all little something. And uh, yeah, so classics are my jam. And that's why, <laughs> that's why, that's what I gave you. Uh, but I am sorry, but also I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, this is me like all the time. I'm like, you got this. And then this I'm was like, fun. This yeah. is a good idea. I love it. Yeah, I always love it. And I try my hardest to find like some of the more obscure like parts of the song. Like I'll mm-hmm. find lyrics from like the second verse in the very middle and then like throw it at people. So now I'm like, okay, it's finally been my time for karma. But okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. So my songs for you are more of the new school. The okay. New okay. School. So let's see how you do. All right. First song, understand that truth about that question in your soul. Look up, don't look down, then watch the answers unfold. Life is your birthright. They hid that in the fine print. Take the pen and rewrite it. Step out your estimate. Step in your essence and know that you're excellent. And then another part, you'll never lose. We are winners. I'll be the roots. You'll be the tree. Pass on the fruit that was given to me. Hmm. Legacy. Ma. Okay, excellent words. I love the lyrics. <laughs> My first guess is DJ Khaled, but I think that's wrong. Nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think literally just because you said the word winner, um, he says that a lot. Yeah, I'm stumped. I don't. I have no idea. So it's a Beyonce song. <laughs> 
and so bad at yeah okay I had a third Beyonce in there always because she's my fave um she's great great. (laughs) but I I have to say when it comes to Beyonce I am I kind of shrink a little bit because I'm just like I don't memorize her songs you know what I mean like I love Destiny's Child but like the newer stuff I I listen to it and it's all great and I loved Homecoming but then it's like okay I'm gonna detach from this and move on with my life now and I feel like I have to ask I have to ask people like is it okay is it okay for me to stop thinking about Beyonce now no okay I'll pretend (laughs) You're like, Albertson, girl, I know everything. Like, I know this album version and the live version of how she sings songs. Like, I don't play. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm so happy that, like, if we're going to love somebody that hard, I'm happy it's her. I'm happy it's a Black woman. So, love away. What is the song called again? Yeah, the song is called Bigger. Bigger. Beautiful and- lyrics. It's from her Lion King, the gift album, where she was inspired <sighs> by Africa and yes. all of that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And I saw that. I watched it once and that was, you know, an experience. Uh, I guess I need to watch it a couple more times. Get it in my bones. Yeah, girl. That's what <laughs> I would recommend. Like I watched it. I think I really did watch it last weekend again for like either the second or third time, like it's just such beautiful visuals and just seeing the homeland and just seeing yeah. the culture that we unfortunately got robbed of. Mm. It was just, it's just beautiful to see. And then her words, like in that song there, they're just so good and so meaningful. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now you're, now you're hitting me right in my heart. Maybe I'll watch it after this. <laughs> you should. Okay. Now these next two songs, you may not know. <laughs> They involve a little bit of cursing, okay? Um, But I'm going to go ahead and shoot for it. So song number two, here we go. You might think I'm crazy the way I've been craving. If I put it quite plainly, just give me them babies. Mm. That's part of the song. I'm going to read another section of lyrics. Bitch, let me get cute. He's about to come through. (laughs) And then... The last lyric of the song I'm going to read is, baby, I'm the best. I don't know what the rest do. Oh, all right. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to, I feel like there's like two different voices here. Am I correct in assuming that this is two artists? Yes, there's multiple artists on the song. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah, here goes. Uh. (laughs) Is it Cardi B and ooh, what's her freaking husband's name? It's gonna mess me up. The the second Migos. <laughs> it's 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 not Cardi, but it is. I'll give you a hint. There's two female rappers on this track. Nicki Minaj. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I clearly don't know. <laughs> So it, the song is called 34 plus 35. It's the remix. And it's, and it's by Ariana Grande or Ariana. And then Megan Thee Stallion and Doja Cat. What? Okay. Now we all know. Hey, listeners. Guess who's <laughs> not cool? <Lauren laughs> no, you uh, are totally cool. All right. If you say so. <laughs> all right. So we're going to hit the very last song before we jump into our other game. <laughs> 
So, all right, here we go. Here are the lyrics. I'm a hyper up every time. That's my, my motherfucking friend. She been down since the jellies and the bobos. Now we stepping out the Jeep in Manolo's. Wow. When we pull up to the scene, they be filled with jealousy. And then the second portion. <laughs> that's my best friend. If you need a freak, I ain't dumb. But motherfucker, she my twiddle D. If she ride for me, she don't need a key. If you sideways, she'll straighten you if needed be. Hmm. Let's see. Is it Nina Simone? That's a joke. That is a joke. <laughs> That's a joke answer. Um, ah, oh gosh. Uh, I'll, I'll, Nicki Minaj, final answer. There are, there. Okay. So this song has two voices as well. They're both female rappers. Wow. Okay, so I have to think of another female rapper. Cool, 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 cool. Um, let's see. There's the old Missy Elliott. Please just take my black card. Just take it. You can have it. <laughs> you get to keep it. You get to keep it. All right. I don't know. I don't know music of now. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. So the song is Best Friend. I kind of slid it in there, in there. Um, when I was reading the lyrics, so best right. friend by Sweetie and Doja Cat. So I threw oh my Doja God. Cat. I w- I think I was gonna guess. Um, it's Sweetie, right? It's not Sweetie. It's Sweetie. I was gonna guess her in the other song, but I don't even know because I go with Sweetie, but people say it's Sweetie, but I'm like, but there's an A. They're 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 in a rush. They're rushing. <laughs> so I'm like, there's an A there. Like right, right. <laughs> All right, cool. So now, that was fun. yes, I love music trivia. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. It's All great, right. yeah. Cool. So now we're gonna play taboo, which is just like heads up, where mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you clues and you have to guess the word. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's see. And we're gonna do five. So you have 58 cool. seconds. So, an animal. It's mm-hmm. what they do in water, mm-hmm. a, a specific animal and a specific way that they move in the body of water. Swimming? Yes, but <laughs> they, okay, so the animal is usually a pet that people have and it's a, a specific way that it interacts with the body of water. This is so hard. Yeah. Um, swimming fish. No. Leaping dolphin. <laughs> a leaping dolphin is not a pet. Okay. It can't be. I don't know. Let's see. Okay. We're out of time. So <laughs> the answer was doggy paddle. That was the word. Okay. I couldn't say swim. I couldn't say pool. I couldn't say so much. Yeah. Okay. I would have just, can you say like opposite of a cat? Oh, I could have. See, that would have been a good one. And True. then like paddle is like, what do you use when you play ping pong? See, wasn't even thinking. <laughs> Look at you. See, you should be the one doing this. Not I play, me. I play games. Like <laughs> I, I like games. <laughs> All right. We're going to do the second one. So this is something that you put your computer in. Ooh, a microwave. Nope. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're good. 
Um, okay, you put your computer in a laptop, a backpack. What's another word for it? A laptop bag. Okay, what do you buy for your phone to keep it safe? Uh, a phone case. Last word. I'll give it to you. It was case. Briefcase. It was case. You're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next one. Let's see. So this is land. Oh my gosh, you're not giving me much time. So it's <laughs> land with grass. Oh, I have to hit taboo because I just gave I said the word in there. I, it was grassland and I just said grass. Oh, yeah, you said exactly just in a different. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So That's I have one. to give myself taboo. Okay, let's do a third one. Okay, so Dora the Explorer. Boom. We got it. Yes. Okay. So this person, they're a leader in the community. Mm-hmm. They are the head of like, you'll find them. Let's see. I'm so like sucking today. So Christianity. They Pastor? Are- Reverend? Yes. Boom. That's okay. it. My next guest was ombudsman. <laughs> it was pastor. So you got yeah. it. Yes. All right, the last one. So this is used in Congress to oh the law. God. Is it the law? It's used to interrupt and block. Gavel? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's not used in Congress. So um, like it was filibuster and I was trying to Oh, okay. I right, probably wouldn't have gotten that weirdly, and there's no way you would know. But if you had said, uh, "This is what you think a vacuum cleaner is called," filibuster, that I would have guessed it. See, like I said, next time I have you on the show, you're going to be the one doing it. You're so good. <laughs> you know things to say, unlike me. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do one more. All right. Aww. So, oh, we can do more. We can do more yeah, if you want. This okay. Is so, fun. so, this one here, oh, this is hard. So, Nevada, they have a famous city that people like to go to, right? Las Vegas. Yes. They like to go Gambling, there. casino, roulette. What, what are things that are in a casino? Money, coins, alcohol, They're- beer. There's a specific type of um, thing that Game. you can play, or you can blackjack. Uh, oh my gosh, what did I? Craps. Let's Wait, <laughs> it's where people sit in front of it. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, coins. Oh, slot machine. Yes, you got okay. it. Okay. Oh goodness. Coins. <laughs> so this one. Oh man. So they're a singer. Mm. They used to date another popular singer, mm-hmm. and they wore the infamous blue jean outfit together. <laughs> what? Uh, Michael Jackson? Diana Ross? Nope. Uh, but he was on. inspired by Michael Jackson, oh, and he man. used to be in a boy band that was really popular back in the early Jay- 2000s. Justin Timberlake? Yep. There it is. Wow. I can't believe, what Diana Ross? Like I couldn't say I couldn't say in sync. I couldn't right. say 
Britney Spears. I couldn't say. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you can't say Britney Spears. You can't say Cry Me a River. Wow. It was a list of whole things. I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Okay. Wow. We will do three more. Let's see. Okay. So pesos is a type of currency money money there it is okay okay huh okay <laughs> they're telling me all these words i can't say and i'm trying to figure out how you to say it. it you can do it okay so this is you use a pen oh shoot i gotta hit taboo on myself because i said the word pen it was to write <laughs> oh oh interesting okay okay so i'm gonna do another one okay so this word is okay oh my gosh i was gonna say that one this is so hard where they're telling me what i can't say so there's up and then there's down uh-huh. what direction compass what are they like they're not the same they are different directions. other word for different different uh opposites yes that was it okay all right let's see um another word for indigenous native yes okay i'm smart this makes me so smart in the game (laughs) all right last one let's see i'm also like massaging my temples right now that's just a tip for the listeners. If you want to be, if you oh, want to access your knowledge. She's activating her superpowers over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. This last one. Hmm. Okay. Let me try. So with this, when you get injured. Pause. Band-aid. Neosporin. They antiseptic. You move. You're injured and you need to move. And these Oh, uh, cast maybe? Oh, uh, uh, crutches? Yes. Yes. You got it. Look at you getting points. Yeah, man. (laughs) You know, being injured a few times in my life finally paid off. (laughs) Yeah, I've never, like, I've never broken a bone. I've never sprained anything. I've never had to do casts or crutches or any of that. Yeah. That, oh, man, you're lucky. (laughs) <laughs> I guess I've never, I, the one thing that this is weird. Um, I don't ever want to injure myself, but the few times that I have, it was always like, dang, couldn't, couldn't go further and just be in a wheelchair and just be scooted around all the time. I had to be in that middle ground of like, I still have to help myself. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. All right. Well, y'all, there it is. It's a wrap for this episode. Lauren, I want to thank you so, so, so much for joining me today. It's been so much fun. Oh my gosh. This was my absolute pleasure. You're doing such a great job. I love your show. I love you as a host. Thank you for having me. Thank you for all of those kind words. For real, I appreciate it so much. And I just want to say thank you to everyone tuning in. Don't forget to rate and review both of our shows. Send a link to both of our shows to your friends. Follow us on social, which will be available in the episode description. And I just want to wish everyone love, light, peace, and safety. And see you soon. Yay!